Hello, Highland Middle School. We're back for another episode of the HMS Podcast. Before we get to today's conversation, just a few reminders. After last Friday, which was May 15th, there are no new assignments from your teachers. You have these next two, two and a half weeks until June 3rd to complete any missing work, finish up any projects, master any focus areas, keep working hard. Your teachers are still available for any help. Also, locker cleanout continues. If you still need to come in, gym locker, school locker, we are here at the school from 7.30 a.m. until 1.30 p.m., as well as Tuesday evening and Thursday evening from 5.30 to 8 p.m. We will still be here. As we continue with the podcast, today's episode is another episode that, as I have been figuring it all out, was accidentally deleted. So we're going to take a listen again to Nurse Aaron and Mrs. James's conversation back from the beginning of home instruction. Even though we know a little bit more now about our current situation, there are still some really, really good pieces of advice for you to manage being at home. So have a listen. Hello, Mrs. James and Nurse Carpenter. Thank you for joining me today. I'm really excited to have you on our HMS podcast. I'm excited too. (laughs) So as you know, as you've been listening, we've been um, asking students how they're spending their time off and, you know, how this has affected their daily lives. And we'll get into that with you as well. Um, But I thought it would be important to start out with uh, Nurse Carpenter just talking a little bit about you know, the COVID-19, the coronavirus itself, how students can stay safe and healthy and why all of these measures are in place to begin with. Yes, Mr. Bradley, this is, this is a new um, illness that is, um, we've never had something this serious before. Um, So we have to be extra safe, you know, and those things are, are, are everything we kept ourselves healthy with when the flu was going around. So um, washing your hands um, is great. And also the most important thing right now is social distancing and just staying away from others. We pass germs so easily that um, especially this, the COVID-19, it passes even more easily. It stays alive on services much longer. So it's best if everybody kind of keeps their distance. Stay with your family um, and keep your distance and help um, those other people stay healthy as well. Um, in order to do that though, you have to, in order to, to even, if you would get the COVID-19, um, in order to stay healthy, you need to, your body needs to be healthy. So we need to be, um, eating healthy. We need to be exercising. Um, of course, washing those hands, um, and just being mindful of, um, you know, what you're doing every day. You know, if you do go to the store because you have to get some things, make sure you're using hand sanitizer after you touch things and staying away from people and all that good stuff. So, so nurse Carpenter, I've heard a lot of talk about specifically the washing hands that like the amount of time that you're Mm -hmm. actually scrubbing your hands is important. Can you talk about that a little bit? 
Sure. Um, the thing that we were always taught is to sing happy birthday. There's other songs out there, but I always sing happy birthday twice to myself, you know, why not? And, um, but make sure you're getting the back of your hands in between your fingers, your nails. I mean, when you wash your hands now, you got to wash like you're going into surgery. So um, that's something to remember. Just sing happy birthday a couple times and do the backs of your hands in between your fingers and make sure they're nice and clean. So Mrs. James, I know that as you've been talking with students the last couple of weeks, there's a lot of stress, understandably so, because this is so unknown and so new. So um, can you share with um, our students, maybe what are some ways that they can remain calm or de-stress in this time of uncertainty? Sure. Yeah, there's a lot of ways that students can de-stress and stay calm um, and not just students for teachers, parents, like really everyone, because these are uncharted waters. We haven't had to go through something like this before. Um, so what I've been talking with students about, um, just to kind of go back and forth with what Nurse Heron even talked about, was just to not as the physical health, but also just mentally. So to de-stress, um, I've talked with students about taking breaks frequently, even while doing their schoolwork. Um, so just taking a, a simple five minute break to get up, walk around, get a drink of water. Um, but then when you're done with schoolwork, um, those longer breaks, finding things that you like to do that are enjoyable for you. Um, so I think, you know, we're in a day and age where we rely on um, technology, but a lot of students are actually reporting getting outside, going for a walk, like actually like being in the quiet or watching an old movie they hadn't seen for a long time. Um, so if you can find some of those things that you can do to distract yourself, they um, cause you to have fun that increases those like hormone levels of those happy feelings. So um, anytime they can even do some jumping jacks, like we can release those endorphins, like any activity. Um, we talked about that in all three grade levels um, about de-stressing, getting those endorphins flowing and making yourself feel better. So, you know, uh, Mr. Wilson and Mr. Downing for their phys ed and fitness classes have been posting some like 10 minute workout videos. So Mr. Downing, Mr. Wilson, if you're listening, maybe share those out to the entire student body. Um, so you said something, Mrs. James, about like trying to stay happy. Um, mm -hmm. And Nurse Aaron and I were talking before we started our interview tonight about having an attitude of gratitude. Um, so either one of you um, just kind of share a little bit about like what, what exactly that means of having an attitude of gratitude. I'll let you go first, Nurse Erin. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I've been, um, since we have all this time on our hands, I've been going for long walks in the woods and it just, all the quiet makes you think about things. And I'm like, well, how awesome it is that my family's healthy. How awesome it is that I have food that I can cook for them tonight and we have a house to sleep in and we can provide for our kids. And I'm just really thankful just of the little things, you know? Um, my kids have computers that they can do their schoolwork on and you know we can we can get through this and it's just and i'm so thankful we can be together and um just just those little things it makes me feel better you know not only the fresh air but but i feel better about the situation mm -hmm. yeah and to piggyback right off of that too like um, you know, I can find myself getting frustrated over the little things and find myself worrying about students. And, you know, when you take a moment and reflect, 
I'm like, wow, I can see students through my computer now, like have these Zoom meetings, you know, we can email and, you know, even when my little boy is running in and interrupting (laughs) during meetings and sessions, I'm like, you know, I have this happy, healthy little boy that's, you know, loving life right now that, you know, mommy's home more frequently. And, and I've actually talked to several students. Um, She gave me permission to share today because she just blew me away. Um, And I don't have to share her name. Um, But I said, you know, she could be doing my job as a counselor and she said there's just so much negative from the news and all around and she's like and I'm just trying to be positive and so I just kind of want to point out that being grateful and being positive truly can be a choice and I think we actually have to like choose that because it's really easy to fall into the negative and to the really hard things that are happening because it's true and it's out there and people are really having a hard time but we can really make a like mindful choice to focus on the good and it makes a big difference so and and I also think sometimes our students sell themselves short as far as um, like having the tools in their toolbox on how to handle stress Um, and so I know that we've talked with a lot of kids about this before but you know students that are listening whenever you maybe come to a situation or you're feeling super stressful another strategy is kind of try to remove yourself from the situation mentally for a moment and and kind of think, well, if I had a friend that was dealing with this same issue, what type of advice would I give them? Um, Because a lot of times we already know the answer of how to solve our problems. It just takes a moment to kind of press pause, getting quiet, like Nurse Carpenter said. um, And, you know, we we know the answer um, to how to de-stress. So um, I think both of you have mentioned this a little bit. Talk a little bit about how exercise helps um, in these types of situations. Okay, I'll, I'll take it first. Um, so when you're sitting, like sleeping in late and getting up and then going right to the TV or playing video games, your view of everything gets very narrowed and to get out and to run or to dance or, you know, hike or ride your bike, gives you these endorphins and gives you like, it helps you just get outside of yourself and it makes you feel so much better. It's just, plus it keeps your body healthy, which is another plus in this whole problem. Yeah, I completely agree. Just that the activity, it can just, it can really, I know when I do that, it can totally bring you out of a mood and and make you feel a lot Mm -hmm. less stressed. So I'm going to ask you guys the same questions that I've been asking our student guests. So we'll start with Mrs. Jane. So what has been kind of your biggest challenge in this current situation? Uh, My biggest challenge has been just not being able to meet with students face to face. Um, A lot of my job and, and what I love about my job is the relationships that you have with students. Um, So that's been a challenge. Um, That's why, but it's been evolving, right? Like, you know, opening up these office hours to kind of be able to meet with students. Um, And, but, and another challenge has been having a now four-year-old that always needs something, a water, milk, reach me this, open (laughs) that, Um, just seems to always need something right when I'm in the nitty gritty of, of trying to get some work done. So. How about your news, Carpenter? Um, you know what? I just, I miss all the kids. Like I miss being able to help them. I miss, um, doing, I feel like I'm not doing anything to help them, you know? So that's, that's just a challenge. I mean, I don't mind being home, but I just, I miss working with kids. So that's probably my biggest challenge right now 
is that I'm trying to figure out what to do to best help them. So if you're out there and you need any, anything from me, just give me an email. I'm here. And Mrs. James, you mentioned something about um, office hours. Do you want to kind of share with our students that maybe aren't checking their email, how they can communicate with you and reach out? Yes, of course. So um, I know things will kind of evolve over time, um, just as schedules and things like that. But right now I've kind of set aside um, a couple hours each afternoon. Um, and I've even done some morning, you know, very flexible with students and their schedule. Um, but while my son is napping, um, so there's a Google form in your inbox. So if you if you do check your email, there's a Google form created, um, I get that notification. Um, and I email you so we can set up a time to do a zoom online like virtual chat so a lot of those are just audio um, where we can see each other in person i do record all of those just for everyone's safety um, but so but yeah it's a good way to make a connection and most of the students i've talked with so far i've just wanted to talk you know just to make a connection with someone at the school building so all right next question nurse carpenter i'll let you go first so tell us a little bit about your daily schedule okay great I feel like I'm not going to live up to these students, though, that are getting up at seven and doing all their work. Like, I am so impressed by all of you guys getting up and doing your stuff. But anyways, um, I sleep in till about seven, seven thirty, eight o'clock sometimes. Um, but when I get up, I check. Um, I check for the new news of the day. I like to keep on top of the COVID-19. I check my email um, just to see if any cuties have emailed me. Um, and then I, I go for my um, hike with the dogs. I have two labs and, and we hike. And I was telling Mr. Bradley earlier, I am cooking like an Amish woman, honestly. I'm making breakfast, lunch, and dinner, desserts. Um, Nurse Erin might look a lot different when we get back to school. So I'm doing lots of cooking. I clean um, and I help Maddie with her schoolwork. I don't really, I can't really help the other two kids because they're way ahead of my understanding. So there you have it. That's my day. How about you, Mrs. James? Yeah, um, Nurse Carpenter, don't feel bad. Um, we've kind of gotten <laughs> the sleeping in bug over here too. So right? it's been about seven. I try to get up about 7.30. Um, Asher gets up, gives me a chance to get ready for the day. Um, I just, I don't know about you guys out there, but I just need to get up and get ready for the day. So I, I get myself all ready like I would a school day, more comfortable attire, of course. Um, then Asher gets up and feed him. And then I, I kind of have my office space up there at the kitchen table um, and kind of work in between entertaining him take a break for lunch and, and continue to kind of, I'm emailing students, um, going through emails, working on scheduling, um, doing that. Um, so that way I can try to wrap up the day, usually like around three-ish, um, depending on email, you know, and there's breaks in between there to play a game with Asher. Um, and then, yeah, the evenings are playing outside. Um, I really focus on like family time and doing things that I enjoy and some things I haven't got to do in a long time. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of brushing up on some, I have a big puzzle out on the table right now um, and definitely doing baking that, I, you know, the muffins just made some banana muffins earlier. So yeah, we got to <laughs> up my exercise game. <laughs> so, you know, we do have a lot more time. Um, you know, life is certainly ground to a halt. So what is one thing or one interest um, that you have, and either one of you can answer this question first, that maybe you're, that would surprise the students of Highland Middle School, 
that you've maybe been able to do um, with this extra time? I don't know if it would surprise, but I, I just, I like to try new recipes. So I, I do that. I like to just, I look on Pinterest and just try to find different things that I think people would enjoy. And I just, I go with it. So I like to try new, whether it's a, a dinner recipe or a baked good. Um, and then I know I just mentioned it before, but I definitely enjoy doing puzzles. So I can get really addicted to them and people in my family can get really annoyed because I have a hard time stopping. So I like to, to do a puzzle and read um and i don't have anything going on right now but i love to repurpose furniture so i like to paint like sand like you know most of my furniture that i have dressers and stuff have all been a project piece so yeah all right um so so for me i I love working in the yard so i um have removed like four big trees um I do a lot of work when my husband's gone. So of course he's still working at the high school. So I try to do all my work when he leaves. Um, I paint things. Um, I'm, I'm a project starter and I've been just going around the house. The kids always joke, like, what are you going to do today, mom? What are you doing today? You know, taking out a wall or something. I don't know. Maybe in the next couple of weeks. That's dangerous painting at home because your husband is a professional. Well, he is. He's A1, because um, he worked for your dad. But, uh, yeah, I try to do all that stuff before he gets home so he can't say anything. Okay. That's the whole goal. All right. So, last thing, um, and this has been awesome. Like, let's definitely do this again. I, I really appreciate the two of you joining me. So, uh, Nurse Carpenter, I'll have you go first. What, uh, what message would you like to send to um, our teachers and students at the middle school? Oh my gosh. I just miss everybody's face. I really do. I miss everyone's face. I miss just talking to them and laughing with them and, and just giving them hugs. So I just, I want to say, I miss you. I'm always here. Um, and if you need anything, just let me know. Um, and hopefully we can all see each other soon. Mrs. James. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about this today and you know, when I, I think about um, the level of anxiety and stress that, you know, we're all dealing with, but students are facing, you know, I feel like a lot of that is because we get ourselves thinking like too far in the future, right? We're thinking what's next and when's this due or how long is this going to last? And so my message would be for everybody, just kind of take a step back. Let's focus on today um, and really kind of like ground yourself a little bit, like focus on what you need to do today. What new thing could you try today? Um, and I think we'd all be able to take things in stride a little bit more. So let's not get ahead of ourselves one day at a time. We're in it together. <laughs> well, like I said, uh, I appreciate greatly both of you joining me today. Um, students, once again, you know, as you'll hear at the end of the podcast, again, if you want to be interviewed, definitely reach out. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you once again for joining us for another episode of our podcast. If you are interested in being a part of our conversation, please let me know, email me, call me, and we will set up a time to interview you. Have a great rest of the day.